0: Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Podcast where winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football league. We are back for another weekend of great football coming down to the wire coming down to the end of this 2018 slash 19 season who's going to come out of these two games to play for the Super Bowl in a couple weeks we'll talk about that and more today on the podcast hopefully you guys have had a fantastic year thank you for our first year it's been a great first year for us over here on fantasy football genius Hopefully we made you better fantasy players, both season-long versions and DFS versions. Hopefully we continue to be better, and we can continue to make you better as we grow this and continue to grow this. And thank you for your support this year. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for all the likes. Thank you for all the comments. Keep them coming. Just because it's the off season doesn't mean you can't keep those questions coming. If you have any dynasty questions, if you have any keeper questions, or if you have any fantasy football questions in general, please give us a, give us a, give us a drop. Drop us a line. Let us know what kind of questions you have, and we'll get back Best we can. Obviously, during the off season, there's not as much um, done in the fantasy football world. But again, football is a all year sport, so there's going to be plenty of stuff to talk about. There's going to be we're going to have the draft to talk about. We're going to have the OTAs to talk about. We're going to have the uh, training camp to talk about before you know it the next season will be coming along but before we get there we got to talk we got to wrap up this season and talk about the two games this weekend championship weekend baby great time great games let's go on ahead and jump right into it with our Shout out to a commenter on Instagram. We would like to give a shout out to the Backyard Barbecue Chef. Thank you for the follow. Thank you for the support. Thank you for all you've, uh, all the likes, all the comments. It's been a great year. Hopefully it's been a great year for you as well. Uh, wishing you the best in 2019. If you've not given him a follow, if you love football, if you love food, if you love barbecues, we know football and barbecue goes great together. So give him a follow. The Backyard BBQ Chef over there on Instagram. But I will warn you, the posts he puts on there will make you hungry. I know there's times where I just have to overlook those pictures because I'm starving. He puts on some great photos, some great videos, both his and others. Great site, great guy. Give him a follow there on Instagram. The Backyard barbecue Chef. The Backyard BBQ Chef over there on Instagram. Let's go on ahead and jump right into today's podcast. With uh, Take a look at the both games coming up. We have two fantastic conference championship games coming up this weekend. We have the four best teams remaining. The top seed... The top two seeds, I'm sorry, in both conferences making it out. This is where we wanted to be about halfway through the season. We wanted to see the Rams at the Saints. We wanted to see the Patriots at the Chiefs. We didn't care where it was played out. We just wanted to see those four teams play each other. If you're not, if, um, obviously if, you're, uh, if your team didn't make it and if they couldn't make it, you want to see these kind of teams. You want to see the best of the best play if you're taking your favorite team out of it. And unfortunately, not all of our teams are going to make it. So if our teams aren't going to make it, we want to see the best matchups. And I think we have the two best games that we can get upcoming this weekend. Going to be some great matchups. There's some great um, ways to look at these games. I mean, we if if we take the Patriots and the Chiefs, we have the goat versus the young phenom. We have Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick, two of the better coaches going in the in this uh, in this NFL. We have two underrated ground games there in New England and Kansas City. Yes on paper, I think the Chiefs are the hands-down best team on paper, but playing the games is different. This is Tom Brady we're talking about. This is January football. This is the playoffs. This is you want to have someone on your team to lead you to the Super Bowl. Who else would you rather have than Tom Brady? There's not very many people out there that I'd rather lead my team to the Super Bowl. He's done it many times. There's a stat I saw the other day, eight straight championship games. 13 of 18 times he's led his team to the AFC Championship. We know about his Super Bowl success. We know he's been to plenty of Super Bowls, won plenty. I mean, he's running out of fingers to put those rings on, but he keeps on going, keeps on getting better and better. Yes, he's shown signs that maybe he is slowing down, but didn't look that way last week. Didn't look that way to close out the year. He's there again. He has a shot one game away from the Super Bowl. Seems like it's it's a normal thing. Yes, it's on the road, and the Patriots have not been the greatest team this year on the road. Yes, the Patriots have lost on the road in championship games in the past, but this is the Patriots talking about. This is Don Brady. This is Bill Belichick we're talking about. We know they're going to come up with a great game plan, but we also know the Kansas City Chiefs are going to come out with a game, game plan. And if we switch it over to the Rams and the Saints, again, we have a high octane offense there in the Rams, taking on Drew Brees, Mr. Consistency, keeps on getting – and he's he's one of the players that seems like the older he gets, the better he gets – He's like a fine wine. He ages great. He's getting great play from the players around him. And I don't even know, if, if, if you look at both teams on paper, who has the better team? You have Kamara. You have Michael Thomas. You have Drew Brees. But on the other side, you have Todd Gurley, Jared Goff. You have Ndamukong Sue, You have Aaron Donald. You have, I mean, there's some great players in this game, both sides of the ball. These games are going to be fantastic. And if, if, if we talk about the matchups, we talked about Tom Brady, we talked to Patrick Mahomes, we talked about the coaches there in New England, the Kansas City. What about the Rams? We're talking about McVay, we're talking about Sean Payton, we're talking about Drew Brees, we're talking about Jared Goff, we're talking about Alvin Kamara, we're talking about Todd Gurley. Fantastic games, fantastic matchups, elite athletes remaining in this playoffs. I am pumped, as you can tell. Looking forward to this weekend. I can't wait to the games to start. Got a couple days left until those games start, so let's enjoy it. Let's try to figure out how we can attack the site over there on DraftKings and FanDuel. DraftKings running there, um, normal thing, $20 buy-in, $300,000 to first place, $2 million up for grabs, life-changing money. If you can get into the top two places, you're getting six figures. If you're getting into the top six, you're getting five figures Life changing money. Yes, it is top heavy payout structure. But if you're going to take a shot, what's a better way? Let's try to figure out how we can make some money over there on DraftKings of Vandal. So if we, if, if we take, take an effect, I, I think this weekend, I think we're looking at. Um, you're going to have to treat this game kind of as a showdown slate. I'm sorry, show, showdown slate. Say that five, five times fast. Um, so. Maybe you leave extra money on the table. I mean, because you're going to... There's going to be plenty of players with the same lineups. There's going to be plenty of players that you can get pretty much who you want in your lineup. So you're going to have to be a little contrarian if you want to take home that top prize. So if you don't want to split with a bunch of people, and, and, and if I'm going to split with a bunch of people, that's fine. I, I mean, money is money, right? But if you want to take home that top prize, you're going to have to find a way to be contrarian, if, especially if you want to take it home alone. So you're going to have to find a way to be contrarian. You're going to find a way to be um, you have to separate yourself from everybody else, separate yourself from the masses. So you have to maybe leave a lot more money than you normally can leave on the board. Yes, on the single net game slate where you're taking the flex options and you can take uh, multiple quarterbacks, I love going Taysom Hill in, in, in like the one-game slates. But there's no way I'm passing up a Patrick Mahomes, a Drew Brees, a Tom Brady, a Jared Goff for Taysom Hill. That's not going to happen. Taysom Hill is strictly going to be in the showdown slate But there's other ways you can be contrarian on this site. I think if we're looking at the players um, this week, and I think we're going to see the quarterbacks being very spread out, people taking the Mahomes, people taking Breeze. Maybe Jared Goff gets a little overlooked um, there in Los Angeles. With plenty of players going, obviously plenty of players. Like you talk about going to Mahomes, they're going to go Breeze. There's going to be Brady because of Brady, who he is. So maybe Goff gets overlooked a little bit. So maybe, maybe we look at Jared Goff as our quarterback to, fun, to be a little bit, bit contrarian. On both sides, we know that Tyreek Hill and Michael Thomas are going to be popular. They're very expensive, but they're going to be popular. We know Travis Kelsey's going to be popular. You're not going to get all these players in your lineup. You just you're not going to get the best players at every spot in your lineup. So. Maybe we start. Maybe we start out. Maybe we look at a Jared Goff and we talk about maybe pairing him with. Maybe maybe you avoid Todd Gurley completely and you go you go an onslaught with the passing game. Maybe you pair him with Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks. But if you do that, you're going to want to bring it back with somebody. Maybe we avoid Michael Thomas, being being that he may be a little more popular. And maybe we look at a Ted Ginn coming out, um, running it back there, and that allows us to. We're not going Todd Gurley. We're not going Alvin Kamara, and we're not going Mark Ingram. So maybe we use our running backs from the, early, the other game, the Chiefs game, and maybe we run it back with a Williams and James White. We know James White is a big-time player in the playoffs. We know that James White catches plenty of balls. And he, it seems like when the playoffs happen, James White comes out to play. And that is something that Bill Belichick does do. He does rely on Mr. Mr. Reliable, the players that he, he trusts in big games like this. So we know James White is going to get a big, big production this week, it's especially with the Chiefs. If the game plan goes the way it is, we know the Chiefs are going to score. We know the Patriots are going to have to score. And so maybe that's going to come out of James White. Yes, James is going to be a little more popular than you would like to be, but you're going to, you're going to have, like I said, you're going to have chalky players. It's just going to find a way to be a little contrarian here and there, avoiding the Todd Gurley's, maybe avoiding the Alvin Kamara's, maybe avoiding the Travis Kelsey. Instead of going Kelsey, maybe we take a gamble on Ron, Rob Gronkowski. Maybe he does have one more game in him where he's going to blow up in one of these games. And maybe, just maybe, we, go with the, we think that um, – one of the highest offenses on the board is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, so maybe we take a shot on the on the uh, New England Patriots defense. We have plenty of money to spend on the final game. You can go anybody you want. You're leaving $4,000 on the board. Like I said, you can pretty much get anybody you want this weekend. You're going to have to be contrarian. You're going to have to leave plenty of money on the board. So instead of taking every single player that you want, be contrarian. Don't... Don't be scared to leave three, five, six, even six, seven thousand dollars on the board to be contrarian to try to take a shot at the first first place. And if you play a couple lineups, use one where you get all the players you want. Take the Michael Thomases, the Tyreek Hills, the Patrick Mahomeses, the Todd Gurley's, Take all the stars that you want, and then fill it in as you go from there. But take one of your lineups as where you're leaving plenty of salary on the, on the board. A lot of people don't like to leave salary on the board, so that's going to be a way to, that I'm going to be contrarian this weekend. Use a couple of rosters where I'm, where I'm leaving plenty of money on the board, but I'm also going to have exposure to those uh, uh, elite players. You don't want to um, leave yourself with no outs. If Tyreek Hill goes off, if Michael Thomas goes off, you don't want to have to say, oh, okay, I don't have him in my, in my lineups. So I'm going to have shares of them, but I'm also going to have shares where I, where I avoid all the elite talent and try to be contrarian. Maybe we get a Michael Thomas gets locked down from Marcus Peters. Maybe we see Todd Gurley get shut down a little bit by the Saints because this, the Saints are, jump out to a big league. But but again, Todd Gurley is involved in the passing game, but maybe C.J. Anderson gets a little more run like he did last weekend. You just never know. Maybe your way of being contrarian is you want to avoid James White because he's going to be very popular, especially on a PPR site like DraftKings. You can be that way. Maybe this is going to be a ground game for New England. Maybe New England looks to keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. So they're running the ball with Sonny Michel. They're running the ball with Rex Burkhead. They're keeping the ball away from Kansas City. Those are different ways. There's really not a way to not – you're not going to avoid chalk. There's no way of doing it in a two-game slate. But treat this slate as a showdown slate. Feel free to leave plenty of money on the board to have a shot at that life-changing money up top. $300,000 can do a lot for anybody out there. I don't care how much money you have. $300,000 is a lot of money. So if you want to be uh, have a shot at that alone, just you, you have to leave plenty of money on the board because there's going to be plenty of t- uh, teams out there that have the elite talents, that have anybody. Like I said, you can fit anybody you want in your lineup this week. So that's the way that I'm looking at being a contrarian. And if we talk about the one-game slates there on uh, DraftKings, I'm going to be doing it again. I've done it in the past. I've, I've talked about him many times this year when they were in the one-game slate. I absolutely love the spot this weekend for Taysom Hill. If it wasn't for the penalty last week, he would have connected on that long bomb touchdown to, to uh, um, Alvin Kamara. And it wasn't, it was just before that where he had that one throw where Drew Brees just overthrew him. If he would have let him a little more, it would have been a score for him there. So, back to back plays, Taysom Hill had a shot of breaking the slate. He's never owned. He's very, he's not owned on either side, DraftKings or FanDuel. I'm going to continue to ride him until his seasons are over. Give me Taysom Hill again. And I'm thinking about maybe even putting him in the captain spot. If he hits, you can have all the players you want. Uh, if, if, if you put him at your captain spot, you can have all the players you want, and if he does hit on that big play, and we know that the Saints have plenty of plays for him in the in the playbook, he's going to get chances. And If he can hit one or two of those shots, all of a sudden he's breaking the slate, and you have a shot at that life-changing money. But again, if you're playing the two-game slate, do not, and I repeat, do not go Taysom Hill. You cannot avoid one of those four quarterbacks. Taysom Hill is a player that is... Yes, he has a chance to blow up in a game like the showdown slate, but do not skip over those starting quarterbacks for Taysom Hill. That is a recipe for disaster. Yes, you want to be contrarian, but you don't want to be ridiculously contrarian, and that right there is ridiculous contrarian. I'm crazy, but not that crazy. So if we talk about both those games, um, if we look at the lines, if we look at the over-unders in both matchups, Let's start with the first game of the of the game of the weekend, the Rams at the Saints. We have an over-under of 57, and we have the Saints favored by three and a half. If I'm a betting man, if you're betting on the game, and of course only do it if you have the money and if it's legal in your state, if it's legal for you to do it, that's the only way you're gonna want to gamble, obviously. But if I'm a betting man, I'm gonna look at possibly taking the points, the three and a half, even though I think the Saints are gonna win. There's a shot that Rams do win, and there's a shot that this is a less than three-game win. I can easily see the game tied, and then all of a sudden go down, and Will Lutz wins it with a game-winning field goal. I can also see it. Rams are up by four with a couple minutes left, and Drew Brees leads his team down and scores, and they win by three. They win by two. I can easily see that happening. One thing I do love is I love the over. Both offenses should put up plenty of points. I think both games this weekend go over. on. Um, I like both overs in the games, and if we move it over down to the Patriots game, it's a little tighter spread. That extra half in the Saints game is big for me, Um, so I think with this one here, I'm likely not going to touch. If I'm I'm betting, I'm not going to touch the game itself because it's just the Patriots are the Patriots. Yes, the Chiefs are favored. Yes, the Chiefs quote-unquote should maybe win. If, if, if I'm going to pick a win I'm a winner, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win that game. But this is Tom Brady we're talking about. I'm not going to go against Tom Brady. I'm not going to touch it. Uh, maybe you do it as a teaser with both games. Maybe you take the Patriots plus 10. Maybe you take the Rams plus 10.5. And there's your little teaser that you like to do. I do like both overs. I think both overs are going to hit. I think both teams get close to the 30-point mark. This is going to be a fun game for fantasy purposes. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Plenty of high-octane offenses going. Plenty of uh, elite talent going. If I'm picking both games, I like the Saints and I like the Chiefs to play in the Super Bowl. And if I have to pick a winner, I like the Saints to win the Super Bowl this year. Drew Brees getting the MVP. Drew Brees getting uh, another title. And maybe he goes out on top. One thing I do also know is I I believe that maybe if the Patriots do win the Super Bowl this year, we finally see Tom Brady exit the stage left as a champion. If you're not a Patriot fan, you likely do not like the Patriots. It's either love them or hate them. I'm not a Patriot fan. I do think he's the best quarterback to ever play the game. But I'm looking forward to when Tom Brady does finally retire because I want someone else to finally have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. The guy is amazing. The guy is a a great talent. But I want someone else to get in the Super Bowl. I want a different team than the Patriots. I want a different quarterback than Tom Brady winning the championship. That's why I'm rooting for the Chiefs. And in the Rams-Saints game, I'd like to see Drew Brees win another championship. But if the Rams do go, that's not a big deal to me. All all I'm caring about is, is great games this weekend. If Tom Brady goes great, I'm hoping that maybe he wins it and he finally does retire. If the Chiefs go great, kind of. I'm a Bronco fan, so kind of. That's a lose-lose situation there. I'm either rooting for Tom Brady or I'm rooting for the Chiefs. As a Bronco fan, that's kind of a uh, lose-lose situation there for uh, for Bronco fans. Tough, tough year for us Bronco fans. But hey, new coach, new year. Let's get going. So that's the way I'm looking at both games there. That's the way I'm looking at. Um, I, I'm not going to do cash games either on either site this week. I think it's GPPs only. Two-game plays are tough to do uh, cash game plays. So that puts anybody in play. We talked about some of the plays I like. If I'm looking at the quarterback position, if I'm ranking players that I'm likely going to play, just because of contrarian, contrarian wise, I'm going. Jared Goff is my top quarterback, but I think um, Patrick Mahomes is, is going to be the number one quarterback this week, followed by Breeze, followed by Brady, followed by Goff. If we look at running backs, I don't know how much I'm in love with Todd Gurley this week. I mean, it's just we see C.J. Anderson get involved. Yes, Gurley had a great game last week, but we're seeing Gurley get. I mean, uh, C.J. Anderson get more and more involved, and I think they want to um, keep both those running backs involved. So that's not. I'm not really high on Todd Gurley just because of the amount of salary you can have and also how popular he's going to be. People are going to be playing Todd Gurley. and If he's not going to get his normal touches that he gets all in the season, I'm just not that interested in it. Yes, he's going to have a fantastic game. Yes, he can break the slate. But I think if I'm going to fade anybody this weekend, I'm likely going to fade Todd Gurley. I'm going to have shares of Alvin Kamara. I'm going to have shares of Williams. I'm going to have shares of Michelle. I'm going to have shares of James White. I don't know how many shares I'm going to have of Mark Ingram just because I think this is a Kamara game. I might have some shares of Brex Burkett here and there. Um, if we if we jump over to wide receiver, there's not really a receiver that I'm looking to fade to completely at all. I do like Ted Ginn a lot. I like Robert Woods this week, and um, Michael Thomas. That's a little interesting there with the Marcus Peters um, calling out Michael Thomas, kind of saying that from the last game, um, Thomas had a great game. If we look at the box score, the last time they, these two teams played. Uh, Michael Thomas had 15 catches, 211 yards, and a score good for 42-plus points on DraftKings. So you know Marcus Peters wants to be able to keep that <laughs> a limited, as you would say. Can't uh, you, you really can't do any better than that. I guess you can, but I'm, I'm guessing he's not going to do any better than that. So anything that uh, Marcus Peters does, he's going to do better than he did last time. So you want you, you think that maybe Marcus Peters does step his game up and are you going to be able to shut down Michael Thomas? No, but can you limit limit him? Yes, and I think that's where it's going to be. Ted Ginn. We're also maybe maybe we take a shot on um, uh, the backups there in New Orleans as well. I like uh, Traquan Smith a little bit just because of that that scenario, and I also like uh, Kirkwood. Caught a touchdown last week. If he gets that red zone look again, yes, he only caught two catches, eight yards, but he got that score. So maybe he gets a couple more passes thrown his way because Michael Thomas is limited a little bit because of the defense there. But there's no way you're going to shut down Michael Thomas, so I'm not going to avoid him completely. I think the only fade I'm going to do this week is maybe, I'm um, thinking about fading Gurley. At tight end, tight end is kind of a crazy position. Um, it's, really, it's only Travis Kelsey with the uh, the talent up there. Rob Gronkowski has shown signs that he is... Starting to show signs of slowing down if he has not already slowed down completely. But I think he might have one more game in him. Maybe this is a week with them not guaranteed to make it to Super Bowl. If I think he's going to have a game left in him, maybe this is the week that he does have that game. Maybe he puts up a couple touchdown score and he get him a lesser own because a lot of people are going to go on Travis Kelsey. Because you can get anybody in your lineup that you want this week. I see Kelsey being very, 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 that I mentioned, very popular. Um, So maybe we get Rob Gronkowski a little lesser owned. And again, he is a player that can blow up, have that blow-up game, and maybe he has one more game in him before he does call it a career. So I think Rob Gronkowski might be a sneaky play this week, um, especially the way he's played this year. And defenses, I'm not liking any defenses. If we look at it, they're going against the – each team is going against one of the top four offenses in football. Patriots going against the top. Rams going against second. Saints going to the third, Chase going to the fourth. So no matter who you play there, you're playing against, you're playing with fire because the offense is likely going to um, go all out. And So maybe you look at the Patriots. If you want to be contrarian, maybe you go to the Patriots because they're playing at Kansas City. But the weather's supposed to be pretty crappy there in Kansas City. Cold weather, and we know Belichick does have some scenarios where he does take out the opposing player's best player. But who is that? Is it Hill? Is it Kelsey? Who's the best player in that offense? We don't know who the best player is. There's plenty of talent over there in Kansas City. So maybe you are being contrarian by taking the Patriots. No one's going to take the Patriots. Um, I think the most likely scenario that people look at is they're going to likely go with the Saints defense, I think it's going to be the popular play, but I think it's going to be pretty spread out, minus maybe the Patriots there on DraftKings. So that's the way I'm looking at the slate over there on DraftKings. You can kind of, like that. we're going to concentrate more on, on DraftKings this week than anything else, but you can pretty much play the same players over there on Fandle as well. My plays on DraftKings are likely going to be the same plays on FanDuel. Maybe if Sonny Michelle gets a little bit of a bump on Fandle because it's a half PPR league, and uh, they, they concentrate more on uh, touchdowns. And maybe we get uh, maybe we look at Mark Ingram a little more over there. And maybe um, I go Drew Brees a little more on Fanduel than I do on DraftKings just because of the way the this, this system is over there. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes. That's the way I'm looking on on both sides. And if we take a look at the future on the offseason, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, where do they end up? Those are the big names that I'm looking at that I'm keeping a big eye on this season. Um, We saw the the bad situation there in Kansas City with Kareem Hunt. We know that someone's likely going to pick him up. Where can he maybe land? Um, He needs to first figure himself out. The way he did that, um, what he did is just wrong. Kareem Hunt needs to figure himself out before he gets back in the league. But we know someone's going to pick him up. I can see maybe someone like the Bears picking him up. But if we concentrate on the Lev Bell and Antonio Brown, my gut tells me that Le'Veon Bell ends up in Kansas City. I've said it since the Chiefs got rid of Kareem Hunt. Williams has looked great in this offense, but you put Le'Veon Bell in that offense, and the offense even gets better. Um, so my gut tells me that maybe Le'Veon Le Bell ends up in Kansas City and maybe Antonio Brown ends up in San Francisco. We know he's put on social media that he wants to play for the 49ers, and we know he's likely done in Pittsburgh. They're going to likely trade him. I've heard rumors about the Broncos. I've heard rumors about the 49ers. I've heard uh, plenty of rumors for Antonio Brown. As a Bronco fan, I don't know quite how I feel. I think the Broncos are rebuilding um, to a point, so I don't know if I really want to have Antonio Brown um, on the Broncos. Obviously, if he gets traded to the Broncos, I'm going to love it. I'm just because he's a great player, but I don't know if I'm willing to give up what they're going to want for him. That's the way I'm looking at there. Um, would, and also, don't keep uh, don't count out someone like the Annapolis Colts maybe locking in both Bell and Brown. We know Bell and Brown are good friends. We know they want to maybe play together again. And we know the Colts do have plenty of cap space, and they have plenty of picks so they can make a move for both players. And that offense would in, instantly become one of the better offenses. You give Luck, you give T.Y. Hilton... You give them Bell and Brown, obviously they become um, even better than they were this year, and we know that they made big steps this year with the way they picked up um, offensive line help in the draft. Still need a little help on defense, but when you add Bell and Brown, if that happens, um, your team becomes even better. One thing I do know is we have two great, great games coming up this weekend. Hopefully you guys have a fantastic weekend. If you have not followed us over on Instagram, please give us a follow. We are fantasyfootball__genius__. Underscore underscore Over on Twitter, give us a follow. We are at FansportsGenius. And for your season-long and DFS needs, we do pre-drafts. We do plenty of stuff about um, regular season fantasy football. Don't do a whole lot with the playoffs because there's limited teams. But for next year, give us a look for your uh, DFS and season-long needs at www.fantasyfootballgenius.com where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing, trying to make you better DFS and season-long fantasy football players. And as I mentioned earlier, if you have questions of the offseason, please give us a shout. Uh, send us a note. Send us a, a question. DFS, season-long, dynasty, keeper, regular season, whatever it is. If you have a question, give us a, give us a, uh, drop us a note. We'll try to get it answered as qu- quickly as possible. And thank you for a great season. We'll try to get another podcast before the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you next week. We'll talk, to you, uh, we'll talk to you sometime in the next couple weeks before the Super Bowl. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the matchups. And we will talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.